so this is me. You yeah, have, that wasn't you a minute ago. No, it wasn't. I knew it wasn't, and I didn't want to ask. I was like, James, that wasn't him. And then I was like, oh, no, what do I do? Because I'm feeling that it's not him. Um, you- <laughs> okay, good. I, I was like, okay, is this happening in front of me right now? Hello to all of you fellow experiencers out there, and welcome to the Spirited Body Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about activating, living from your spirit in your daily actions, in your daily life, in your daily experiences. And my guides want to show us how to do it so we can do it more easily, get more joy, um, connect to our highest self so that experience can be easier and more satisfying. So here we are. I'm James. I'm your host. And I'm here with Katie. Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was is a that pause. My, is that my clue? To... Did you um, get enough of your caffeinated beverage? This is my second one today. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have two. I actually like to have one and then a half calf. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's really a good ritual. That's really planned out. Um, and you'll frequently hear the jingling of your ice. The ice. In my it's ice fall. I think the, I think the ice drinks are done. Mm-mm. It's cold. I am G A Y. We drink iced caffeine. Is that beverages. a thing? Yeah. Oh, I love learning stuff like this. Yeah. Okay, so wait. I would I would encourage you to like TikTok maybe gay iced coffee. This is and, like a real thing. Oh, it's a fact. Oh, I'm I'm I gotta leave. I want to be on TikTok <laughs> right now. I love learning stuff like that. So, so like no matter the weather or the temperature, it's iced. A hundred percent. Okay. Do you ever have a hot beverage or? Of course. Okay. We're open. We, <laughs> we are wide open to many experiences. Oh, okay. We don't limit ourselves to one. Okay. But we do probably prefer the iced variety on the global scale. All right. Um, how are you this week? Good. I am. Yeah. This morning I was excited. I, my best mornings are when I can wake up, go like, let, like my children are still sleeping. That's most ideal. Mm-hmm. And then I can do like a meditation, some sort of exercise and a sauna. I mean, that can't happen all the time, but it did today. Mm-hmm. And I just, puts me. I try to do that really on these mornings when we meet, like how do I kind of drop in, be a little bit more present, really feel ready to be here. I love a good sauna. Yeah. Oh. Well, this is where the podcast started. This is where it started. This is the sauna. Um, um, so yeah, so I was re-listening to um, uh, an old podcast. Every once in a while, I just kind of get the like a oh a ping or like a interest to listen to an old podcast. And and what's great about it is that having a channel, having hearing the channel, I get to hear different things out of it. And I go, oh yeah, and I can you know it just vibes with me, uh, and. Uh, so we, I, I was listening to the, our forgiveness episode from last season and, um, I don't know if you have a question about it. Okay. So, you, you know, you talked about your friend who died yes. uh, in that car accident. Can you give me, was it during the day? Yes. Sh- it was like, uh, I feel like. Was it sunset? Yeah. It was, it was not the night, but it was not the day. Yeah. 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 It was the evening. Okay. So do you remember when I first started talking about this and we were at dinner, it was with you and your husband. Yeah. We were at sushi. Yes. <laughs> and you asked me about your friend. Yeah. I wanted you to connect with her. Yes. And but this was earlier in your, ch- like when this you, is way early. Yeah. It was like, I remember you like came out of the, came out of the closet, said you were gay. And then like a year later, you're like, and I also have this other thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm here for it all. And, and so I remember that for a number of reasons. Okay. But one of them was, it was a big lesson for me because I got really clear information and I held back cause it was like a risk and it was a ha- better hair color. And I said, Oh, uh, I, in my mind, I saw her. Okay. In my mind, the vision I had of her was her looking out her car window 
and the sun it was a it was like um it was a the color of the sun was very clear that it was not in the middle of the day it was near the end of the day because it was more of like an orangey yeah color and um she was looking out the window and i saw her hair was a strawberry blonde and i said oh her hair's kind of brownish kind of blondish and blah 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 and afterward i said you know i really wanted to say strawberry blonde and you were like if your husband said if you would have said strawberry blonde i would have fallen out of my chair yeah because she was strawberry blonde specifically and um and that was a lesson for me to like just not question question and just sort of report what i'm getting but i can tell you because that's kind of all i got okay and i i can tell you that that image has been playing in my mind Really? For ever since I had it over like, and over again. Like years ago? From years ago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had that image. So I was listening to the podcast and I had that image in my mind. And I I don't know what was different about this image. I don't know what it was, what was different about this time. But I, I don't know. I, I sat with it a little bit more. I was asking more questions from it than I did before. And, and I think what, why I keep having that image and why she gave me that image was because she wanted me to let you know Uh that she had no idea. What do you mean? She had no idea. She had no idea the accident happened. She didn't suffer. She was looking out the window, just totally at peace, enjoying her life enjoying the sun, no knowledge of what was happening. And so she's sort of happy. She's like, this is what I wanted her to know. There was absolutely no suffering. It was quick, quick. And she had no idea it was happening. She didn't even see it coming. Didn't know you were going to share that today. <laughs> um, yeah, that I, yeah, it, what, okay. You can sit with it for a second, it's okay. <laughs> um, what's interesting is I haven't really listened to the podcast. I think, it, I don't know, I feel weird listening to myself. I get critical. I haven't, haven't had enough self-growth to turn down the inner critic, like, oh, it doesn't matter. But I got in my car the other day. Obviously, I subscribed to it or whatever, and- I got in the car the other day and the forgiveness episode came on. So there must've been something where I had like, I don't really know how it happened, but it just, you know, like your car connects to Bluetooth. It just came on. And I was like, you should listen to this episode. And you also didn't know that you did this, but you had released the episode on the anniversary of her death, which is wild to me. Cause you, you didn't know that. No idea. And I hadn't noticed until I listened to the episode and then I went back and I was like, oh my gosh, he released that on September 22nd. And um, yeah, it, I think the situation, yeah, it's, it's just like crazy to hear back on it and, and know, you know, I do, I do have always had a sense that she's okay. Even when you told me that one day years ago that like, she's just kind of in the car and the sun was like kind of warm on her that concept or that image or that feeling that you get when you think of somebody with the sun on them and them just relaxed and warm, that's who she was as a person. Like that was her. So it all kind of made sense to me, but um, I'm glad you shared. It's always, you know, when, when you lose somebody in that way, it is nice to know that they're okay. You know, it's like I knew, but it's like always nice to get validation in something that you, even if you really know, you know? Yes. And so. I'm, I'm glad that I've, stuck with it enough to be able to help her feel good that you got that mm. and that I could finally decode it and yeah. <laughs> deliver it to Longest you. Longest channel ever. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 10 years ago. So there you go. Well, thank you for sharing that. A hundred percent. I love doing that kind of stuff. So uh, topic, topic today for this week, acceptance. And um, I really appreciate <laughs> your terrible joke um, when I texted you. Sorry, sometimes I just can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you accepted 
I told you, I can't accept that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, I, uh, it's one of these things where I I don't really, I mean, I always say this, I don't remember the channel. I don't even remember like a theme in it. I'm actually, it's not true. I remember one theme in it. I'm, I don't want to lie. Um, but that's, um, it's sort of a, a blank spot in my mind and I'm curious rereading it, re-encountering it, what's going to happen. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting topic. I think, uh, it's something I never even thought about. I've never thought about it. I think it feels really similar energetically to the forgiveness podcast, which for some reason keeps popping its head up. Um, and, um, I'm, uh, I was, I was sort of figuring, you know, like my, my, my brain will do like, what's the, what's the topic? What are they going to talk about? Like, are they going to be talking about accepting others? Are they going to be talking about accepting ourselves? Are they going to, what are they going to talk about? Um, so I'm curious to re-encounter it. I, yeah, I, I actually think about acceptance a lot. Whenever. In what what context? In the context of like, whenever I'm fighting something, that's just reality. Hmm. Like, how do you know it is what it is? It, it is that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I know that Byron Katie talks a lot about that in her work. And I think that, you know, I at one point had read all of her books and that was what I, you know, it's like, do you ever read, maybe this is just me, maybe I'm gonna, I don't know. Do you ever read like a concept or books by the same author, whatever, and, or even just one book and you kind of just always remember like one thing from the book? Yeah, sure. That's what I always took away from that. Like, don't fight with reality. I mean, I still fight with reality every day, but that concept. And so for some reason I do think about acceptance a lot because I'm like, can you just accept that this is what it is and um, not try to control or change everything. Mm-hmm. That's what, that when I think of acceptance, that's what I think but about. Like, what are you trying to control? Controlling and changing everything is amazingly fun. I mean, it just, it's <laughs> such a good use of my time. <laughs> Um, okay. So I don't know. Why don't we just jump right in? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. And I know there's lots of different ways to think about acceptance. I was actually very curious to see what you're going to say about it. Let's see what they have to say. Okay. So like, again, you kind of are reading, you're like learning this yourself for the first time. It's so wild. I know. But I know that it's true because I've watched you channel and I'm like, (laughs) James left and then he's back. So I get it, but it still trips me up. Um, um, okay, so here we go. Acceptance. These are my guides. This is the Council of Light again. Um, actually, uh, that this isn't, this is from the Council of Light. Okay. okay. Usually when they speak to me, they speak to me in the collective. I see. It's like a, a bunch of them speaking at once. And when I came up to the table to encounter them about acceptance, this um, female energy stood up and she was very like, no, I'm going to speak to you about this topic. And so you'll hear it goes from we to I. Okay. In terms of, in terms of who's speaking, who's speaking. Okay. And like I've said before, typically when I get an I, someone that refers to themselves in the I or being the person that's the I, it is more of an angelic energy. It's a, it's a archangel energy. I've never had any, being speak to me using I except for an archangel. Did, was there a name? Uh, I don't think there's a name. Uh, I don't think there's a name, Uh, but she was very regal and very um, powerful. It was like this, this strength from just knowing exactly what her power is and, 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 it, it, how she presented herself was very, it was almost like she had wings. It was kind of like a mix between a caftan and, and wings. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. And the colors were incredible. And the pattern was really almost like a butterfly pattern, but uh, maybe a little more choppy and, and not as patterned. It, it, it was, it was interesting. I was like, okay. Yes. Yes, queen. Welcome <laughs> to the party. <laughs> well, I, it was, it, so I, I've never felt her specific energy oh, before. And it was very interesting. I, it, it's a fun 
experience when someone is like, no, let me take this over. I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. It's just, it's really, it's very interesting. Okay, let's do it. So let's do it. All right, acceptance. Let me speak to you of acceptance as a new way of understanding how it works for you on earth. You are placed here upon this planet with the directive to seek communion and to overcome the obstacles that are present for you. Here you are to learn about the process of overcoming the contrast that is around you so you may reach communion and connection with those souls around you and with your soul, with your highest self. This is a self that is not attached to the earth plane or physical. This is the you that exists on this side of the veil and exists with us. This is the most complete and fulfilled you. The part of you that knows and exists in peace, satisfaction, harmony. The part of you that knows the whole story and takes confidence that the story has been told completely and is complete. (laughs) That. You want to read that one one more time? Yeah. This is the most complete and fulfilled you. The part of you that knows and exists in peace, satisfaction, harmony. The part of you that knows the whole story and takes confidence that the story has been told completely and is complete. I mean that, I don't know why the wording of that is so uh, powerful. And I guess the idea of your story is, or you know, how many of us were like, Oh, what's going to be my, what's my next step? What am I going to do next? And kind of like, does it go back to that idea that you talked about before? Like there are no mistakes. It's like, you're just on this path now and you're just going left now. And you're just, it's like, it's all the stories already been written. This, the story is complete and it already, your whole story already exists on the other side. That's the highest, that's your highest self mm. story's done you that highest self already has the knowledge of everything that you are crazy here is when we say to you that your story is complete your struggles are complete your frustrations fighting struggling and holding are all already gone there is a part of you that can look down on these struggles and see them as already over and can see them from the perspective of a story that is complete. When a story is complete, you have the ability to look back on it and understand why all of the happenings occurred and how they led to the movement that brought the conclusion. I speak of this to inform you of the true existence of your complete self. If you only hold on to the idea of yourself as in progress, you will miss the vast amount of peace in realizing you are already complete. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's going to take some time <laughs> to understand. I mean, I mean, I guess I would say that feels accurate. You know, like we talked about before, you know, when you react from a place of seeking safety rather than reacting from a place of knowing you're safe, those decisions are different. And this is, she's basically saying, if you hold on to the idea of yourself as in progress. Like always reaching for the next version of you or always trying to do the next thing. Yep. You will miss the vast amount of peace in realizing you're already complete. It's a, (laughs) that's a powerful one. You have access and knowledge of your complete self that is already beyond what you are experiencing. You must separate yourself from the process that you are going through while on earth. You are experiencing a process. You are not the process. I cannot be more clear to you. This is a vital aspect to understanding acceptance. I, I don't know what to say. It's These are like really intense bombs that you drop. So it's like <laughs> I have to like pick up my shattered self a little bit and try to understand it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I can conceptualize that. But when you really, you know, it's such a difference to like hear a concept and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But then 
to meditate and soak in a concept. And that was one of the things that I learned from listening to the forgiveness episode was that when I'm hearing this with you in real time, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it just, I need to, I need to let it marinate a little bit. I need to yeah. like better understand and let it sink in. And many people have told me that they go back and listen over and over again. And they also rewind and listen again. And I, and I keep forgetting to say this at the beginning of the podcast, but the full channels are available online at the website, thespiritedbody.com. So you can just you can like go, read them. You can read them. You can spend time with them. You can re read them and um, digest them in a way that is comfortable for you and at a pace that that makes sense for you. There's there's multiple layers that we have imbued in the communication. The first layer is people experience it for the first time is through the energetic vibrations that are coming through the voice of the host. The other layers are the energetic entanglements that we have put into the words as you read them. Okay. And the third is the energetic changes that occur within you as you listen to the information in your own mind as it's reflected upon yourself. So the more that it is digested and absorbed and encountered and experienced, the deeper the energetic shift will be. Okay. So definitely revisiting, re-listening, re-reading. And understanding that the moment at which you first encounter or second encounter or third encounter will vibrate differently with the information. Yeah. And so one piece of the information will vibrate more with you in that particular moment and will jump out at you than at other times. So like not to feel the pressure of really having every single word resonate and full, you know what I mean? This is a task that, that is never ending. Yeah. The deeper understanding of your energetic self. Cause it is crazy to like read a book or watch something and then, you know, continue on in your life and then go back years later and be like, oh, I, when I read that now, it feels different or it, it's the same thing. The, the growth that you bring in your understanding, in your release, in your energetic acceptance brings deeper levels of understanding and recognition of the things in the world around you. Okay. Just like we spoke of intuition your ability to vibrate internally with the same vibration externally. Yeah. And I don't know what's like, hap sometimes I don't know what's happening for me here in this space with you, because that's also a different experience too, to be next to the person who's doing the change. Sometimes I, like last time I was yawning a lot, my body needed to move. Sometimes I'm like overwhelmed. Like, I don't know. So I do think that if anything, it would be good for me to go back and at least read them because I sometimes feel like when you're chant when you're reading your channel and I'm in this space with you, I'm kind of like punched in the face over and over for lack of a better analogy. And then it's like, well, I'm trying to trying to get it all, but I'm it, the the energetic like listening to it in my car and being here, very different experiences. And so I'm trying to give myself even a little grace when I come here, like just just listen, and it's okay if there's a thousand questions and. You have, so this is me. You yeah, have, that wasn't you a minute ago. No, it wasn't. I knew it wasn't and I didn't want to ask. <laughs> I was like, James, that wasn't him. And then I was like, oh no, what do I do? Because I'm feeling that it's not him. Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I, I was like, okay, is this happening in front of me right now? You have the unique experience of having a front row. Yeah. Seat. And they are very much, pre and some, like, I, they are really here right now. Like, they are. Oh, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super aware. They're really heavy in the room right now for all the people that are listening to this. And they are here every time. Sometimes they're much more present than others. And, um, in fact, uh, when I've gone back and listened to some of the episodes, I can hear myself saying we. And I'm slipping into a channel and I don't even realize it. Wild. 
So anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was not him. And I was like, I guess it's appropriate to ask. Um, no, but uh, they they say to me, and when I do, um, uh, it, there is an energy transfer. So as I pull them in to my body and they change my vibration to closer to theirs. And that, see, as you're yawning now. I'm, I can't stop. That's my third time. Um, they, that energetically affects your vibration, your DNA, your energetic structure. So sometimes the only way I can describe it, and I haven't shared this with you, but sometimes I almost feel like I'm in a cloud when I start the podcast before I'm not. And then we start and you start doing the channel and I almost feel like I'm in like a fuzzy cloud. Yeah. And I'm just trying to roll with it. Cause if you know anything about me, that's not a comfortable space for me. I want clarity. I want to know the facts. Yes. But it's, it's, I'm just trying to roll with it. Cause I do feel like even right now, I feel like I'm in a cloud. Yeah. Like I'm yawning a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I, I feel like I got sucked into a vortex and I don't really even know where I yeah. am. And yeah. welcome to my world. It's the fuzzy. <laughs> it's a fuzzy, I don't like the fuzziness of it. Yeah. If I'm being honest, um, it can be, I, I, uh, uh, I did a reading for somebody and it was literally like a 45 minute channel. I did not expect it to be that way, but they just came through and was just, you know, giving her the information she needed. And, uh, I had my eyes closed the whole time. And when I open my eyes every time, this isn't like once in a while, it is every time I open my eyes, I have to, I literally reorient to where I am. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm here. It's, it's a surprise. I wow. open my eyes and I'm like, Oh, I'm, Oh, I'm here. Uh, oh, Oh, this is where I am. Yeah. Like it, I go somewhere else. So when I have my eyes, I'm, I, I'm always surprised. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, this is where I am. <laughs> like This is where I, I'm, I'm here. I'm in this physical thing. Crazy. It is a little bit weird. So, um, anyway, so I hope that was informative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I mean, going to be yawning in my cloud over here. Yeah. So, uh, so being here physically is a different experience. Yeah. And uh, their, their point is digesting the information in multiple different ways will, is always imbued with that same energetic print and it will affect you in different ways. So it's not uh, hearing it and getting the vibration and the energetic uh, um, currency is you can get it through hearing, you can get it through reading because they've imbued it into the words that they've want, they want me to write. Um, I don't exactly know how that happens. I can't quite, I mean, I understand what they're saying cognitively, but I don't really understand the mechanism by which the word choices have, even though I know word choice is really important for them. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then if you reflect upon it, it's a different, it's a different energetic reverberation inside of your being. So those are three different ways that they've, sort of just described crazy on how to, how to digest the information. Um, okay. So I'm going to reread that last little bit because okay. we veered a little bit. Um, you have access and knowledge of your complete self that is already beyond what you are experiencing. You must separate yourself from the process that you are going through while on earth you are experiencing a process. You are not the process. I cannot be more clear to you. This is a vital aspect to understanding acceptance. You are present on the physical plane, encountering contrast in all aspects of your experience. We wish to truly convey to you the extent that contrast exists for you. Almost every moment is defined by contrast on your planet. You are encapsulated in a physical body, a unique physical body. You are different from everyone else around you. Contrast. You use these differences as a way to define and identify yourselves. Value is placed on these contrasts that help to determine success and safety. Your physical mind is constantly evaluating and assessing the world around you to seek and know safety and attempt to predict where safety will lie. Every time you think consciously or unconsciously about should or shouldn't, you are comparing choices for value and benefit. Contrast. Anytime you feel inferior or superior to another human, you are assigning value. Contrast. This explanation is not meant to provide insult or scolding, 
but to get you to appreciate the magnitude of contrast-based thinking and behaving that occurs for you. We also need you to appreciate and recognize the amount of this process that occurs without thought or choice. You are wired to assess differences for safety. As we have spoken before, your mind is automatically set to assume safety in all of your decisions. So when your desired expected outcome is not achieved, there are feelings of loss, separateness, and failure. If you were truly aligned with your intention and can automatically make decisions from a place of communion with your highest self, the outcome would not feel like a failure, but only a point of further experience and learning. It may even be interpreted as a success, for your goal would have been to decide from your highest self-satisfaction and not an external goal. The choosing is the satisfaction and goal, not the result. Do you see? Far too often the goal is the result instead of the goal being the choice. Freedom exists in the choice, in the choosing. The result is limited and finite. Katie, the look on your face is absolutely blank. <laughs> wow. So we're going to break that one down. It sounds like we need a little breakdown. <laughs> Katie's yawned 37 times. So we're going to stop. Okay. So basically they said you can't get away from contrast. It's. So it that's ha- not the goal. The goal is not to get away from okay. contrast. Your, that's part of the human experience. That's part of the human experience. And it happens without thought or choice. It's going to automatically happen. Um, you are wired. We are wired to assess differences for safety. It's all about, it's sort of, deri- it derives from safety. And you then know, we like take we it have too a, far. And- we have a physical body that we need to keep safe. Yeah. Right? Um, so it we're automatically set to assume safety and all of our decisions. So we have a, uh, that part of that automatic choosing, that unconscious choosing based on safety, is that we are always going to make choices that will result in our safety. Like we can't really understand or see. So the choice is coming from the desire to evaluate this versus that, which would be a contrast-based thinking. Yes. So we assess this is better than that. Okay. Right. And then we make the choice, right. And our assumption, unconscious assumption is that we always choose safety and whatever that safety means for us. That's just Cause our, it can be different for each person. Yes. And so we're always choosing and our result will always be, Oh, I'm always going to choose something that's going to make me win, make me safe. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't think we, we aren't wired to, to make an automatic choice for any other reason. Um, and so what they're saying is if you, if the outcome isn't aligned with what you envision as safe or meeting that mark, then you get frustrated and angry and you feel, Oh, I'm a loser. I, you have those feelings of loss and separateness and failure. Okay. That makes because sense. it jeopardizes your quote unquote safety. Yeah. It, it, it gives you the feeling I'm not going to be safe. Obviously I'm making, even though these are all unconscious things that are happening. Okay. Um, and so what she says next is if you were truly aligned with your intention and can automatically make decisions from a place of communion with your highest self, the outcome would not feel like a failure, but only a point of further experience and learning. Because if you connect to your higher self and you know you're always safe, then the outcome is not going to matter as much. I've thought about this a lot, actually. Because, And tell me if this is kind of what you're saying. Just that idea of like, um, like, let me use my business, for example. Oh, I have to get here in the business. So that's da, 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 da. And then I'm like that when I sit with that, I'm like, that's like fear producing anxiety driving. 
And then when I sit in, no, 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 what are you trying to do? And I focus on the people that we're, we're working with, the community that we're helping. Like when I just sit in that and I don't even think about what it's going to do or where it's going to go or how big it's going to get or da, 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 the financial aspect of it. And I just sit in that, that intention is so much more like, okay, you don't have to worry about anything. Just keep doing that. But I can see, cause I wrestle with this myself all the time. Is that what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. It's like that original intention. And, and if my intention is quote unquote success and scale and growth with my business, then I'm to try to get that, that will be coming from a place of like fear and anxiety. And and I'll, I'll, versus my other scenario is coming from a place of purpose. Yes. And the, the purpose driven decision is more aligned with who you are. Yeah, no, a hundred. And, and you have to admit, this stuff is hard because the society that we live in is never driving us to that. No. It's in like this, I actually asked my husband this the other day. I said, what would it be like if we assigned, if we could take out success and monetary outcome with like what we, where our children ended up doing with their life? Right. Mm -hmm. Because like, wouldn't you rather have your child do something that made almost no money, but was so fulfilling than having them be empty inside, but having them make a lot of money? Of course. But our society never values that. No, And that's why, I mean, so it's like reinforced. Of course. And which is why one of the, the, you know, we talked about relationships a while ago and that's why one of the major problems in our relationship meter, instead of our relationship pointer being at our highest self, our relationship meter goes to other, goes to others, what others think, what others want. Yes. So I can be safe and accepted in this world. And that is when things are going off for us. But when you are aligned with your higher purpose, which means you're aligned with your highest self, the choosing is the goal. And when you are aligned to other external markers of success. The outcome is the goal. Yes. No, I feel that. You see Big what time. I, and that's what they're, that's exactly what they're saying is that, um, when you are aligned with yourself, you are making choices to the goal is to choose that connection, to choose the behavior, to choose what you do in order to, to align with yourself and to satisfy that, that connection. And when you choose other, when you choose based on a, an external goal, um, that goal is finite. It is a hit or a miss. Yes. It's a binary, right? Or you might be lucky to get a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, but it's a binary. It's limited. When you are choosing, when the goal is choosing, there's no, it's infinite. No, I, isn't that crazy? I mean, it's crazy just in the sense that I, I think about two things when you say that one, if every single person could spend a little bit more time in myself included in the scenario of the choice and not the outcome, then the entire collective whole as a society would shift the value system to be more aligned with that. And then it would flow so much better. Unfortunately, right now, our collective society is not focused on that. And it shouldn't be a stopper for us in reaching and accessing that because we will benefit from that. And the collective whole will benefit from that as we each individually do this. But I, I, I can sit in a moment and, and visualize what it would look like for a whole collective group of people to come and have this perception because then that thing wouldn't have the value of that anymore because no one would be participating anymore. Yes. Um, and then I actually forgot my other thing. (laughs) But, but, um, also understand that you changing this means it's a change in everybody. Don't say the line. (laughs) I won't, (laughs) I won't say the line, but even if you change it in yourself, right. It changes how you interact with others and And that change changes them. So even if you don't want me to say the line, <laughs> it's still understand that a change in you is the most powerful thing that you can do. 
you can't change other people by telling them to do something. No, I, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking more like why, how wild it would be if the collective shifted. Yes. And that's why you only need to work on it in yourself. It's powerful impact. It's, it, it's crazy. But this, this, uh, this to me is so just when the concepts over lie and then you see the, the logic or you see how the pieces fit and why it's the choice that's important and not the outcome that's important. And when we focus on the outcome, we are limited. And when we are focusing on the choice, we are aligned with our highest self, which is infinite. And not to crazy. And it's not to say, in my opinion, and you can help me dissect this, that in that space of choice and in that space of real connection and intentionality with higher self, that you will not be challenged in those other things, right? That the, the external uh, goal or the societal norm or all those things are still going to sit next to you. And so I sometimes think like, oh, if I just do this thing, then that thing will go away. I think you have to still do that thing while that other thing exists, yeah, right? Yes. You're not going to separate yourself from the physical world. Yeah. I think that's the challenging part is I think when we learn things, we think that if we just do it that way, that other thing will go away, but it's actually maybe learning how to do it with the existence of that. Yeah. But the, but the outside expectation, even though they will exist, they become less important for you. Yeah. I think after you get practice yes. for sure, they get, they get DM, They, the more you sit in your connection to infinite into your highest self, which is infinite, Right you, all those things become, you can't value those things when you're in that space. Yeah. They can't exist at the same time. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so the more you carry your infinite self present in your daily life, the less those even matter. And that's not going to matter that piece of it. Yeah. Wild. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hear us when we describe the act of acceptance. Acceptance is merely the understanding and acknowledgement that the process exists. You cannot get out of the process. That's what I was just saying. That's what I think I was trying to say. Cause no. I, cause I feel like if I do these things and have this belief it, that that process won't exist anymore, No, but it's, you do it in, it's the human experience is still going to happen. Yes. yes. I think that's what I was trying yeah, to say. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Acceptance is merely the understanding and acknowledgement that the process exists. You cannot get out of the process. You will encounter valuing. You will encounter separateness. You will encounter contrast-based behavior that is based on contrast. You cannot avoid this. You cannot avoid the process that leads to understanding. Okay. I got to stop you. I'm so sorry. I think that this is so big. It is. Because no, James, I got to say, I do think that people go down this spiritual road or any type of spiritual road or anything. I think that people, this is my opinion, but I think that people make decision either, either out of fear or out like, out of like, I want to get out of suffering or I want to reach for love or connection. And I think that a lot of people, including myself, have taken certain paths because I'm like, this human experience is pretty overwhelming and kind of sucks sometimes. And so I want to create a different world inside my own world, inside my own mind and my own body so that I can get a little relief from that. But I think when you start to do that as a human being, you, you part of the human condition is that you maybe think that by doing that, the other part will go away. And that you'll find the answer and you'll be at peace all the time. And what I hear you saying in this is we're so sorry, but you have to accept that even with these tools and understanding and perceptions, you're not going to get out of the human experience. So stop making that the goal. Yes. That's insane. <laughs> and this but is it's why. it's so important to yes. understand that. And I think this is why too, uh, this is. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> there's, there's a, a lot in this. And uh, when they, uh, this concept that they sort of give me little pieces of, but it's coming up for, for me right now. Uh, this idea that we have of placing people on a pedestal that are 
holy, gifted, uh, 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 I don't even know what the word would be, so spiritually enlightened. And I'm going to put that in air quotes. Everyone out there, picture me doing air quotes. That they sit in meditative peace all 24 hours a day and everything that comes to them, they just let wash through them and over them. And there are people that can do that most of the time, but they are still bound by the human experience. And that's what everybody needs to understand. We have to accept that part. That if some, if you are following a spiritual guru, a religious guru, and you value what they have to say, that doesn't mean what they're saying isn't true and doesn't have value. But you cannot expect that deliverer of that message to be as enlightened as they portray themselves to be sometimes. Because they're just a human and they're bound by this reality. They are bound by the physical world process. I mean, I think this is this could just be me. I don't know how if other people share this, but I do have a belief that if I just have a better understanding, if I just listen to James's podcast 50 <laughs> more times, the closer I get, the less human experience I'll have to deal with, but it's always going to be there. Always going to be there. You can you have a physical body that is meant to exist in this physical world. It is meant to encounter, manipulate, absorb, read, interpret this physical world. It is not meant to, your physical body is not meant to exist on the other side. Your physical body in which you are intricately sewn into is designed solely to be here. How are you going to separate yourself from that process, girl? It ain't going to happen. If I work hard enough. <laughs> I just reached the goal. <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Because I think a lot of us go down that path yes. of like, and, and not to say that there won't be less suffering because when you do that, you do shift perception. You do shift like you, you go more towards, oh, this is happening for me, not to me. You're less of a victim. You can see the lessons in, in the, to be learned in the hard situations. Uh, but I think that there might be a false belief in some of us that it will just be a lot less or it'll fully go away. And, it just, that's, that's not what's going to happen. No, you are always going to encounter physical. Um, but it's, it's what they're asking us to do is you, how quickly can we learn the process? How quickly can we practice going from, I've had an emotional, dissatisfying, emotionally destabilizing encounter. And how can I, how quickly can I analyze figure out what is being triggered in me, where, why it's not sitting well in me so that I can go, oh, get it. And so you can release it. It doesn't keep wiggling around because you understand where it's coming from and why it's being triggered in you. And that happens faster and faster. Not that it doesn't exist. And not that you're saying people should avoid the emotions that come with that or it just... Right. We are here to become uh, a Ford motor factory. Oh, I don't a like that analogy. A conveyor belt. <laughs> okay. That we're become much more efficient in industrial revolution in our body, let's say. <laughs> Where we're supposed to take processes and just make them more efficient, more aware, and tinkering with the process that we go through. See, I thought I was just going to transcend into a different planet and <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, wouldn't we all, but at, and, sometimes and, I feel like I do when I'm here with you, but yeah, outside the real and world. You know, it's like they, like they said, the analogy they have is we can dive into the spiritual water and some of us can hold our breath longer, but we always pop to the surface. I'm popping to the surface a lot. <laughs> yes. And, and and a lot of us are bobbing at the top <laughs> and just looking <laughs> into the water and going, that'd be great to see what's down there. <laughs> but I think, but the other thing too, I want to say 
is that I, this has been a process for me in the sense of when I see someone that I think is spiritually gifted, I, I definitely put them on a level above me. I definitely go, Oh, I, I, I'm not as good as that person. I, that person has better access, knows more. These are just thoughts that I have. And I, it's a process for me to go, no, this person has different access. I, I can access anything they want. I mean, my guides have always said to me, tell us what you want to know. And we'll tell you everything you want to know. There's nothing you can't do. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but I, that's that where I play. And again, just that thought process is value, right? You're better than. I just, it's a lot. It's a big yeah, one. Yeah, okay. it's okay. Let's keep so, going. Let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, okay. So let me finish the paragraph because you cut me off in the I'm middle so of the sorry. paragraph. I'm so sorry. It was a big one, it James. It was a big, right. Okay, so let's see. Here is when we describe the act of acceptance. Acceptance is merely the understanding and acknowledgement that the process exists. You cannot get out of the process. You will encounter valuing. You will encounter separateness. You will encounter contrast-based behavior that is based on contrast. You cannot avoid this. You cannot avoid the process that leads to understanding. Each unsatisfying encounter or regretful experience is part of the process that is meant to lead you to communion. Yeah, I know. Everything is happening for you. Do we recognize it? Can we recognize it? And so what you're saying is we're not going to get out of that. And it's the acceptance of that concept combined with the practice of things are happening for me, shift in perception, accessing, accessing different parts of ourselves. And it's that efficiency that will create less suffering. Yes. But it, the suffering will never go away. Correct. Uh, we will not be, you know, portal to another planet where we just glow and have no pain and float. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Though, it? <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> like, there you go. The float spot yeah. today. Um, <laughs> if you haven't tried that, by the way, that's incredible. Um, so anyway, I, I hear what you're saying though. Yeah. It's just, it's the efficiency, not the avoiding of it, not the pretending it doesn't happen. And then not and the other side where you're like floating in another planet, but the efficiency of the acceptance that it's happening for yeah. you. And going back to choice, it's not making choices to try to avoid the process. Because you can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your losses, hurts, arguments, regretful anger, sharp tongue, and selfish actions are all part of the human experience and they are all present to lead you to examination and acknowledgement. The easiest way for you to reach acceptance on these matters is to understand, to recognize and know that you are not these contrast-based regrets. You are not the process. You are separate from the process. This understanding of your spirit being separate from the physical plane process will be where acceptance exists. The more you identify with the process, the farther from acceptance you will be. Can you say that last one more time? The more you identify with the process, the farther from acceptance you will be. I see. We understand that there are a number of ways that you may be seeking to understand acceptance. How can you better accept others? How can you better accept what has happened to you? Or how can I accept what I have done or how I behaved? All of these different questions are answered first with the understanding that everyone on your planet is experiencing humanness. You are all driven to seek safety based on your personal experiences and understanding of it. This drive creates reactions based on unconscious beliefs. This drive is a recognition of the contrast which defines your human existence. Therefore, this situation creates understanding as to why others behave the way that they do, why you were treated a certain way, 
and why you behave the way that you do too. It is the start of the process that can lead to greater communion. We wish to impress upon you that the most difficult and important for you to work on and come to equilibrium with is accepting the physical world process that is happening in you. For as much as you would wish to deny or reject its presence, it is stitched into your physical presence. Not accepting this process in you leads to misalignment from your highest self. Not accepting and understanding this process prevents recognition of the cues for growth. It will create the need for justification and creates high emotional reactive behavior for you are in denial of one of the basic truths of your existence. Acknowledging that this process is a part of you should not bring defeat. You need to know this fact to understand its inevitability. The dissatisfaction should lead to growth. The growth leads to greater peace and an easier process for the next experience. You are not the process. Accept that this process is in place to clue you to learn and exhale from the grip with which you are holding on. Human experience was not designed to get it right or consistently do the right behavior. This is a fallacy that creates anger and frustration. No human is able to achieve this and the belief that perfection is attainable and likewise that contrast-based behavior is of bad value will only lead to more frustration, anger, and outburst. That is movement away from acceptance. You are as you are. Exhale to your physical experience and look for the choice to learn. I can definitely see. So my therapy session yesterday with my therapist was about uh, my tendency for not being able to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, that's, it's like aiming for perfectionism and avoiding making mistakes is not detaching from the process. And it's going to be harder. It's going to be more resistant to just acceptance of this human experience. Just knowing that that's the process that's happening. And the reason the process is there is to give you information on what you need to get out of the way so you can better commune with yourself. So can I ask a really bizarre thing? Of course. So like how is The this? more bizarre, the better. <laughs> that might be a different podcast. <laughs> but how, how does this, how could some, could somebody really look at this and be like, great, thanks for the free pass to just like, inflict harm on other people. Like how does this apply to like serial killers? <laughs> That's the question I really want to ask. That's a really good question. I, I <laughs> no, think about that. There's I people, know. I, it's cause I keep going over the, on Netflix, the new, have you seen it? No, no, no. Tyler said I can't watch it because I, I, I okay. But, cause the second you brought that up, I thought of the show. I, I we've been watching it. And it is so well done. I can't, I can't watch it though. Huh? It is horrifying, but so well done. No, my, my friend Nina, she, she like loves that kind of stuff. And she was like, I'm having a hard time. And I was like, whoa. It is, it is uh, highly disturbing. See, and I will, see, I will get a little obsessive and like, like I'll be in loops about it. So I, I don't think I should watch it, but, um, cause I'll be like, so freaked out. Like I, I, if I watched that, I would not sleep for, I would have many sleepless nights. And so, but I have curiosity because those are human beings too. Yes, they are. People who kill other people are like, yes, they are. So how do people not use this message as an excuse to just like fuck up other people's lives? Uh, they, those people are going to use, they're going to, those people are so disconnected from the idea of this. Okay. That, that, it, they're going to do what they're going to do no matter what. Okay. There is, but it's a reasonable question. No, it's a reasonable question. And, and there are elements of, um, um, dysfunction in the physical brain that makes them different. You know, if you want to talk about Dahmer specifically, what I feel is that there are differences in the brain, which limit 
some of the outplay of, of an understanding of some of these concepts. But that person has to exist in the spiritual world. Yes. So something in his destiny, destiny created a brain. I I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, This is what the other thing I will say is you can have a spiritual crime podcast. (laughs) But what I can say is what the information, I'm not getting specific information about Dahmer other than there's something about the, the actual physical brain function that there's, that there's an issue. The other uh, and I'm talking about the, him specifically, but the other thing they talk about is, um, hold on, let me put my glasses back on. Um, in the last bit, they talked about, um, uh, not accepting and understanding this process prevents recognition of the cues for growth. It will create the need for justification and creates high emotional reactive behavior for which you are in denial of for, for you are in denial of one of the basic truths. Okay. Right. And so what they're saying is you can't, you can't use you, this as a vehicle for yeah. that. But what's happening is if you are in denial that this process is happening or that um, you are a human acting and reacting from a contrast based <laughs> or unconscious belief that's incorrect, then you are going to need to justify why you're behaving the way that you are. So justification of anything is your initial red flag. Yeah. And so, so it's, if, it's time to pause and look if in. you're constantly, or if you're a justifying as a, uh, uh, let me say this way. If you're justifying your behavior, um, uh, as a, as a means of separating yourself from someone else's belief, rather than justifying your behavior as a way to bring communion and understanding. So if you said, why did you say that to me? That was terrible. And I can say to you, Oh, I said it because I thought you meant this, or I was feeling this way and I was really hurt by blah, blah, blah. That's a justification or explanation that is trying trying to create communion Yes. versus you're an asshole. I'm not an asshole. The reason I stabbed that guy or the reason you're not listening is because no one ever listens to me. And, and there's a difference in the justification that is trying to create separateness versus the justification that's trying to bring communion. And when you are in a state where you're having someone is saying, no, or someone, uh, so like, uh, Dahmer has a big thing with being left and what he do did, you mean? He, people would leave him and he didn't want them to leave because and I'll explain it in just a second. Cause it, it's amazing, but, uh, it's fascinating. I should say not amazing. It's, it's fascinating, but, um, and that justification for not wanting to leave, I don't want to be alone. And so he was justified in killing them because he wanted to keep them with him all the time. Did he say, oh, okay. So I'm not saying it's, it makes rational sense, but there's that justification yeah. piece where you're being insulted and now you have to justify and the, why the, you believe the you do. And the intention or meaning behind the justification is the correct, is the context we need to focus on. Yes. Okay. So, um, so that's, that's in, in that, in that channel. But I mean, the thing, the thing about the show is when you talk about serial killers is I think they did a really good job. I listened to a different podcast about Dahmer and it was really enlightening and the basically, and the show is doing a good job at saying, yes, he has significant problems and he was made like the loneliness he experienced, the, tr- the significant trauma he experienced as a child, um, the, the separateness from his family, the, he was left alone for three months. His dad went and oh, see, I find a new girlfriend stuff. and his mom just said, I don't want to be your mom anymore. And she took off. How old was he? 17. And they left him alone and didn't tell him that they weren't coming back for three months. Didn't leave him money. Didn't leave him anything. The podcast I listened to basic said that the electricity was turned off because no one was there to pay the bills and he was completely by himself and no one was contacting him. They just, his entire family just completely left him. Wow. And that was the first time he killed somebody. Cause he didn't want the, the guy was like, okay, thanks. I'm taking off. And he didn't want them to leave. And so it's, it, the show, my point is he, the show does a good job at saying, yes, he has problems. Like they're not saying that, that, but there's all these other factors. But like you answered my question in the sense that like, I brought that up because I'm like, when we say there's no such thing as mistakes and there's this and there's that, 
I'm like, oh God, are people using this as a justification? But the clarity around, no, 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 no. We're not getting a pass on that. It's, it's, you actually, the justification and the intention behind the justification of doing something like that must be evaluated. Absolutely. And the, the other thing they're just bringing up to me is that we can't, uh, another basic truth of human existence here is that we all have sovereignty over our own body. We have free will. And that, when that is taken away, that's a major insult to the sort of order of the way we're supposed to be able to function. The world's a really interesting place. The human experience, like it's crazy. It, it, I mean, it really, truly is. Just all the complexities and layers, and wow. It's, well, that it, was that was it, a good one today. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's funny because I'm always like, oh, that was a really good one. No, in the beginning, when you weren't here, mm-hmm. but you were here, that was, I was like, yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I love it. I'm here for it all. It's it's all good. It feels good. It's fun. Um, all right, everybody, uh, all you fellow experiencers, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and gave you lots to reflect on. As always, you can go to thespiritedbody.com, check out the channel in its entirety. You can read it without listening to any of Katie or I's witty banter. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> and um, you can get to digest it in a different way. You get to reflect on it and let it reverberate within you, um, you know, in a, in a completely different way. And, and every time you read it, something else is going to jump out at you. And uh, I really uh, hope, and they really hope that you encounter this in those ways that, that make it meaningful to you. And that's, um, that's what I'm here to do. And that's what, they want me to do and want us to do. So um, I hope everyone has a great week. And if you, oh yeah, the other thing is uh, reach out to us with questions, stories. Oh, yeah, I want to know what people have to say. Yeah. I want to hear what's going on with you guys. I want to hear what your questions are. I want to hear what you're, you know, encountering with this material is. I yeah. Wanna, I don't want to be the only one asking questions. Yeah, I would love to read people's questions. Yeah, we want to know what you're thinking. James at the spiritedbody.com. Send me, shoot me an email. If you want to, um, send me a message on Instagram and you want to DM me, want to slide into my DMs. <laughs> that's okay too. It's at the spirited body on Instagram. And um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. We we really uh, want to know what you guys are thinking and experiencing out there. So have a good week. Everyone. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.